Hey all you cyberpunks, derby dames, wannabe wastelanders, and miscellaneous misanthropes. Do you want to get down with some greys? Chill out with the cryptoids? Maybe reminisce with reptilians? Or just hang out with your local humanoid? They all need a little loving from this oven we call Earth, and these two gals will be glad to help them out. So from Area 51 to Alpha Centauri, let's give a grand Zerkian welcome for Loka and Cleo. What's up, fuckers and fuckettes and fuck fucks with fuck fucks and a fucks? You know who it is. Lokaka. It's your Lokaka with her beautiful fan, tennis man, generalist, don't ask me what that word is, host. That was quite the intro. I don't even know if I can compete with that. What's your name, ho? Hello, intellectuals. It's your girl, Cleo. Ow! <laughs> you got the wild side and the sexy side. I mean, yours is very energetic. I like it. It's full of... I mean, I feel like it's because Leo season's coming up and, like, it gets more fiery. It just get more fiery. More fiery? Mm-hmm. Oh, more fiery. Mas calientes. Fuego. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna have another deep ass episode. We're gonna dive into some chat right here, right now, right chat. You feels me? <laughs> I revisited Hellier. I started rewatching season one of Hellier. Show that show. And I know we we discussed it briefly in season one, but we never really like, really went into it about mm-hmm. the the cave Fucking children and goblins. The goblins that come out of the mine, and interdimensional beings, and Indrid Cold, and the Mothman prophecies, and... Uh, All that fucking shit. Yeah. Husband-wife team, Dana and Greg Newkirk, put together a little investigative thing and did a He's whole weird. thing. He's weird? Yeah. He, he gives me a vibe, and I can't put pinpoint what kind of vibe he gives me, but he's kind of weird. And not the cute weird that I'm like, yeah, we could weird together. The more like, hmm... Hmm. The like he licks peanut butter off dog's feet kind of weird. Yeah. Or he lets dogs lick peanut butter off his feet. I think my high brain was going for that, but it just flipped it. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't want to lick peanut butter off Ubi's feet. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I know what he walks on. He like, he pisses and then he's like, oh, I'm going to rub my face in it. I'm like, so great. We share a bed together and, you know. Every once in a while, you'll cuddle me with your pee-pee face. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love being snuggled with, like, warm, velvety fur that smells like pee-pee. <laughs> mm. It's the added flavor you get. But talk about this. Let's get on it. Let's talk about these goblins and these children oh. and these town that refuses to speak to anyone because nothing is going on. If we don't believe it, they won't believe it. If we don't talk about it, they don't talk about it. See, go on I think it's in season two where they bring up the god helmet. And that know. is the thing that I am most intrigued by. So it's this helmet you put on and it works with your electromagnetic fields they get and the synapses. And it kind of makes you a vessel of communication to communicate. I'm just watching you struggle. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, it's tough. 
How come every other time I'm a cup holder, you yell at me, and then you actually want me to be a cup holder? It's mixed synchronous. I do not yell at you. Well, you, you look at me and go, what are you doing? Do you want the cheesecake? I thought you were pointing at the lighter to clobber me or something. Uh, nom, nom. And there's cake downstairs, too. Vanilla with milk chocolate frosting. Why did you do this to me? I don't know. There's still vanilla ice cream as well. Finish talking about your god helmet. God helmet. <laughs> so it pretty much makes you a vessel, and if you have any latent abilities, like empathetic or any kind of psychic abilities, it's supposed to kind of blow those wide open and make it possible for you to experience and communicate with things that normally we are so blind to. And not because we are unable to see it, just because we don't unlock that portion of our brain. And I think, for me personally, I think we come closest to being our best potential for witnessing every kind of phenomenon when we're children because it's before we're taught to not talk about certain things and taught that make believe is stupid and you have to grow up and you know you have to put things away because that you know that goes in the whole thing of you know kids make believe friends you know are they are they invisible friends like are they you know just something that the child makes up because they're lonely have trouble making friends any kind of emotional issues or are they able to see things that adults no longer allow themselves and have just locked away and haven't nurtured? So they've just stunted themselves in a way. And, you know, kids have imaginary friends that may not be quite so this, imaginary. This God helmet is um, kind of scary. It is, it is because it, it blows is, you wide open and it doesn't leave you with yeah, any kind of walls. Is, uh was invented by Stanley Corrin. Mm-hmm. Um, he originally called it the corn helmet or the corn octopus. But it doesn't quite neuros- have the same... Yeah, yeah. You know. He's a neuroscientist. And he did it to study creativity, religious oh, experience, and effect of subtital stimulation of the temporal lobe. And people that have done it have sensed presence around yes. them. So, I feel like y'all fucking with shit. This is like... Ouija board on crack. <laughs> I don't think it's the same thing as a Ouija board. Like, the Ouija board is you're, more, you're playing with it. Like you're doing something you shouldn't do and you're opening a, a way of communication for something that you shouldn't communicate with. But technically with. this is the same thing. You have the helmet on to communicate or have this awakening of something. You have to open certain windows and things to get into that other level but i think it's more of a curiosity and like a polite knock on the door instead of like coming in and demanding parlor tricks yeah because it. it's a very different crowd from who generally uses ouija boards they're like oh will justin bieber ever like me or fuck i don't know what you little ones like now a fucking machine gun we, kelly by I all means whatever do not want. support use of ouija boards because that's the bad juju board yeah you knew but you, you know, know they, don't you fucking just, send me one because I will fucking burn it. Yeah, where it's, it is opening a gateway. It is asking for communication. But I think nine times out of ten, it isn't a respectful communication. It's a prove your exist, um, parlor tricks, and kind of like you know, like dance monkey dance. And it's like if there is a spirit entity, energy, interdimensional being present, like I'm sure that kind of thing gets really obnoxious and annoying and 
hence the bad things that happen. And then, you, you know, you open up a whole other thing of where Ouija boards are a little bit different than the God Helmet in a way that, like, the Ouija board tends to have a little bit more openings for getting into messing with demons and but demonology I, and negotiations and like things like that. I always they do that crossover, though, when you get a paranormal group trying to look for demons and ghosts and poltergeists and all that. And every now and then you hear these stories of them stumbling upon beings. Mm-hmm. Alien beings. The greys. The, you know, all the things that are seen but not seen. Yeah. The they, shadow a lot of Yeah. A lot of these paranormal investigators will go investigate this stuff that ha- technically are two different worlds. Yeah. So it's always interesting to me the 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 theory behind it. Like, are we actually dying? It goes back to your theory. Your whole matrix theory that you get really deep into when I let her. Oh, it makes me man, uncomfortable. It makes and her then very I can't uncomfortable. Sleep. Yeah. But it goes back to that, though. It's, you don't know. You know, we came up with the whole tier, Timmy scenario um, last podcast. Yeah. Well, maybe a couple podcasts ago, but one of our podcasts. Oh, hail and praise Timmy. Um, but it's just, it makes you think. It all goes back to you just having that out-of-the-box out thinking and not letting things keep you in that box. Because what if it is all connected? What when if think, it is all... What's interesting about the new Kirks is instead of having it each branch of the extra sciences, we'll call them, they usually don't interact with each other. You know, you have your ufologists, you have your cryptozoologists, uh, you have your interdimensional, intradimensional, you have... You know, poltergeists, uh, traditional hauntings, demonology, exorcisms. You have all these different subsets, and they all kind of operate within their own niche little groups. And what they found is the little team that they come up with and their own expertise and everything, they take it from different aspects and fields and collect the information and collaborate the information. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the things are starting to line up that there may not be... so many classifications of the quote-unquote other, that it just might be different labelizations of it. Similar to the whole thing that, you know, ghost phenomenon isn't actually, you know, past human energy, that it's actually extraterrestrial or interdimensional beings that have always been here that... Mimic? Mimic that because it's something that we're expected to see. But look, it makes sense. Because if you think about it, when you read into demonology... Demons have possessed the ability to mimic things, people, you know, actions that we are used to. Yeah. Who's to say those fucking creepy ass demons are not aliens? Yeah. Or some form of alien. Just because we deem it evil because it's doing evil things and well, trying we always to think get everything us. is evil that we don't understand. Exactly. That's always what it's going to get That's exactly first. where I was going with that point. It's going to be evil and we're going to want to squish it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. A lot of these uh, 
things are kind of creepy. I'm not going to lie. Like, of course, because I've never dealt with it. I've never personally had the effects on me. But we're big horror fanatics. We, not a lot of things scare us, spook us, I would say, more than anything. But not, like, to the point where we're like, oh, my God, I can't sleep for 40 days. Um, We have pretty good high tolerance. But it, it makes you think, like, how do you come up with this stuff, but yet there's no answer? How do we not know that that little fucking neighborhood demon is really an alien? You never know. I mean, that goes back to, like, folklore and the tradition of handing things down. Oral traditions and... You know, that ancestral DNA urge and drive to sit around a fire and to tell stories to drive the night away and to keep, you know, wild animals and things that you don't understand away. Right. And for early man, everything was considered magical. Like, if you didn't know anything and, like, the sun rising, the sun setting, eclipses, uh, the different phases of the moon, like, that would be something. Yes, but you, 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 they also did the whole thing, like, magic. Yes. Let's crucify everybody. Well, yes, like, oh, well, some magic's okay, but, you know, this is not. It's like... This is explainable well, magic. Well, it's like trying why to... This is not explainable magic. Make something that's wild and inherent to everything and a part of everything into something palatable and, you know, marketable and something that's not scary when, you know, you you shouldn't be afraid of outside forces and magic and certain things. Like, you should have respect for all things, but I don't think... Like, I get being scared of it if it's physically harming you and the people around you. 100% get it. I 100% get that you're a little fucking weirded out. But at the same time, what is causing this? Why is it all of a sudden happening to you and your loved ones? Why do we bring in the church... Why does the church the power believe of it? Faith in the human mind. Yeah, because why does the church believe it, and the church can drive it out, and the church can do this, and the church can do that? Wouldn't we be able to do that on our own accord? I think it's a common misconception that exorcisms are happening all the time and are actually they don't granted want you to know. and everything. I don't. When you see all them films and everything that come out, it makes it seem like. You know, like at the Vatican, there's like this little, you know, demonology office, and he's sitting there with his espresso and his fucking biscotti, and you know, it's a weekly occurrence. Like, I don't think legitimate Pope-sanctioned exorcisms happen all that often from like a Catholic point of view. Now, different traditions, when you get more into like, I don't know what you call it, like the snake worshiping and like the Virginian mountains and things like that. You know, exorcisms and things happen all the time. It just depends on your flavor of religion that you're looking at and what they deem as something. Because a lot of what one religion sees as something as a possession, another religion takes that as having like an ecstatic vision or visitation. So it's all perspective and openness on that culture to things that aren't traditionally the norm within the culture or surrounding subcultures, I well, guess. Well, to talk about religion, think about it. There's Indian religion and there's other folklore where they actually believe in these gods, goddesses, with multiple arms, multiple heads. Yeah. 
um, skinwalkers. Uh, all these religions have these beings to be like a mega being. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know how else to put it without well, trying to be like an Everything asshole. that's shape-shifting, too, if, if yeah. you look at it from a like religious, spiritual thing, it's Greek kind of... mythology? Yeah, it's man's dealing with the good and the good and evil, right and bad, and kind of balancing those two natures within yourself and that, you know, mm-hmm. the world is not black and white. There's not... I know with certain things and certain illnesses, like, there's a tendency for minds to see things in black and white in certain stages or episodes or when one's feeling a certain way, but the world is just shades of gray. Shades and shades of gray. Like, nature... Nature seems very strict and very concise, and it can be, but it's also very fluid and, like, you know, Jurassic Park, you know, life will find a way. Jeff Goldblum, like, life will find a way. Go back to our Pride episode. Let me tell you, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, I don't, he's kind of, I don't so know, I like him and Keanu it. are, like, kind of separate, like, canons for just Keanu, I would want to, I just want to talk to him. I just want to have a bomb-ass conversation with that man. Because I think his brain is way out there, and that's why people stray away from him, and he just doesn't get down. Like everybody else does. Well, I don't think he's interested in the traditional hullabaloo that is kind of Hollywood film industry. Like, you know, he really doesn't engage in the gossip and, you know, everything you hear about him has been wholesome and really nice. You know? So I don't... I mean, anybody I mean, there's really the nothing to, there's really to nothing save to a pick dog on. is my kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even, like, the horse that he used in John Wick, I think he ended up... Keeping it? Keeping Didn't it. Didn't he keep it? Yeah. yeah. I was like, how how can that not be a beautiful human being? You know, with the dog and his horse. And... For real. <laughs> let's, let's get back on subject, because we're going to sit here and talk about this man. <laughs> but, I, I mean, dude... Most of these religions claim to be around for eons, millions of years, um, decades, you name it. And they all have this folklore or talks of things they cannot explain. Well, yeah, and they all, they're very proprietary over what they believe, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's similar to, like, you know, niche groups not communicating and sharing information. Like, it's very much kind of that same kind of thing. Like, there's a lot of commonality in a lot of the religions if one just, you know, took the time to, like, really look at it. There's a lot in common with a lot of religions and this... It's all in the way those... That group of people decided to use it. Yeah, yeah, it's like I always love to tell people to look at the tenets of Satanism. Look at those tenets, put them next to the Ten Commandments... Yeah, and it's and not what you think it's going to be. A lot of people like, that I've come across that have uh, practiced Satanism. It's cool. not evil. It's kind of just want everybody to be cool with everybody and just yeah. like, 
It's you're, more of like the idea you can do of whatever worshiping you yourself that you are your own god. That there not there needs to be nothing to complete you. Yeah, like you are in charge of yourself, your destiny, your being, yeah, and what you become, and accessing and harnessing that power. Like you don't need to seek an outside force or have another human being complete you or anything. You are enough, just as you are. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. And the tenants are nice. MO. Like they're not like, oh, you shouldn't do this. Like it's like you know, shit happens. You're human. Like, do the best you can, you know, do right by your fellow human, but don't, don't take shit for it. It's like, it's like the difference of being nice and being kind. Is that the two differences? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what Satanism is. Oh, yes. Because my friend explained what that was. And I'm like, you're fucking right. I'm kind. I'm not nice. I don't plan on being nice. I am not nice. Nice is exhausting. It It's fake. And I ain't got time for that. It's not necessarily fake. It is, though, because me as a kind person will be like, look, I don't think that's a great idea for you to go down, but I'm going to support you either way you do it. A nice person will have been like, yeah, yeah, you should do that. No, the difference between kind and nice is I'm going to be honest with you. If you choose to still make that decision, well, I'm going to be honest, but I'm overly nice. I think you're very kind. I th- I don't think you're nice at all. I think you're very, very kind. And when you have people in your life that truly care about you, you truly care about them. Yeah. And you go above and beyond. I, I don't... I, to me, that is, not an, that is not nice. That is you being authentically who you are. Okay. You are kind. Because at the same point... You would call us all on our shit if we were being jackasses. That's true. And it would be in a, it would be in a kind way. You'd be like, look, we need to have a conversation because <laughs> this, this is not working. <laughs> now where you're not, you're not the same person. Yeah. <laughs> I love how the goblin finally settled and he's just racked out on the floor. Like just, oh, he's sitting up. Oh, cute. Oh, I see his little like. His little sexy rabbit legs sticking out on the other side of the table. His little turkey drumsticks. Um, do you guys want to hear a random facts via um, our Rexington, a.k.a. Sound Extravaganza? Yeah. Wayne Grexy is in Las Vegas for a new pro lacrosse team, and he's part owner. She thought that was badass. If you go to alien underscore n underscore anal... You could DM her. Find out what that little scrum dillyumptious scrum scrums scrum looks yumptious. like. I always liked that chocolate in, in uh, Willy Wonka, that one bar. It always looked really good when they opened that I one. I wanted to try the candy. Yes. The, the bubblegum one where it looked like little things like a... I wanted to eat mer- the mushrooms with like the whipped cream mo- spots. Molecular structure. Oh, I did it! Yay! Go, Loka! She know how to talk Yay. sometimes. Molecular structure. Molecular structure. Yeah, the little... I love the little, like, the... Tulip I know. Cups that you could eat. I know. Whoever invented four-legged <coughs> fluffy butts, a.k.a. puppy dogs, you're magical. I don't care what anybody says. Because I love me some four-legged fluffy butts, even the ones I want to rip my face off. Yeah. I don't care if you're Timmy, if you're God, if you're not, 
If you're this fucking molecular being that was like, you know what? We're so mean to them. We need to give them an animal that just loves them no matter what. Oh my what. god, Boom sent me this thing of like, oh my god, did one you of see the it? angels coming to Jesus and being like, yes, like, God, it's time for you to give us another one. And he's like, no, it's not like a spider. You know, it doesn't walk on its legs. It kind of she says that because I don't like that word. Yeah. <laughs> but then I started looking at more of their TikToks and like the animals he was coming up with. He's like, "Oh my no, just gosh, make it okay." Why don't you call it like a cat a puss or like a octopus? Because it has like eight legs and it sounds like a cat. And he's like, "No." <laughs> Could you Somewhere, imagine uh, a cat face, jelly legged, like jet propulsion, like I'm gonna post in the ocean. it in our story. That way, you fuckers oh, I woke can up see the it. So I'll post it in the story. You guys better go to aliens. Don't be all crazy. Underscore and underscore anal. I'm gonna make Noodle say it too because maybe you'll listen to her better. Because sometimes people don't like a loud bitch. So we're gonna do a sexy, seductive Cleo voice. That says our Instagram. And maybe you motherfuckers will actually do it. I'm just saying. Please? Is that better? Please? That always helps. Please? With sprinkles. Go ahead. Do it then. How am I doing it? Am I doing it? You sexy with sexy? the Anals underscore aliens. You say I don't even know it. I don't do the things. You're the things. Wow. I'm the things. I just, I, I load it up. I make sure I don't sound like a moron, and I I, I poofed into the internet. You ready? That's what you're gonna read. This right here is what you need to read. Oh, that's what I thought. That's what I asked. Aliens you said aliens under- underscore anal. I mean, and you said anal, anal underscore alien. See, I can't even fucking say it incorrectly. <laughs> wow, that's so much pressure now. No, it's not. You got this. We're not looking. Aliens underscore N underscore aliens. Please subscribe to us. She fucked it up again. It is aliens underscore the letter N underscore anal. Not aliens and aliens. Aliens underscore alien aliens. That's not what we get. She is supposed to be helping. And look at her. Look at her. Anal and N. Is she? You want to know? You want to know the best part? Let me tell you the best part. This bitch was the one that actually started the Instagram for me because yeah, I, was I was procrastinating. That, I was surprised they let they, they let it go. I was like, really? So she should know it because she came up with the tag. I was just surprised it let me. Because it was like upset about everything else and everything getting like whatever. Oh, they idea put... time. What were your ideas? For what? For the name. For what name? Has she been here this whole time? What am I naming? The Instagram's names that you were gonna say, but you didn't say. Oh, for the child or... Oh, for my other name? Where did she go? Where did she go? I don't remember them. That was like over a year ago-ish. Bring it back. No, it's gone. Bring it it back. (laughs) She said it's gone. I think it was just... I was just surprised they let anal be in there. Oh. Because I feel like that's a very polarizing word. Like, they either accept it, they're like, oh, it's a very medical, clinical term, or they're just, no, you can't have that. So I was kind of, that was an interesting sound the house made. So I was kind of interested that they let it have it. I think it had to be, like, the little, like, N 
instead of and, because I think someone had that, or it was going to start getting funky with the way aliens was spelled, and I didn't want to start getting into, like, late 90s screen names of, like, trying to spell things that were taken and use, like, letters and shit. I just didn't want to do it. I just don't understand how you forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> but it makes me happy, so I'm okay with it. Well, I didn't know if it was the name of the thing or the name of... A creature that God was creating. I don't know if we were circling back to that. Because there are some names where I'm just like, how did you come up with that? Like like a platypus. Why? Why is it called a platypus? I mean, I see puss, because it's kind of like, it's got a cute little puss on it. <laughs> but it's furry, and it's Duck got... Duckbill platypus, because it is a fucking... I know, and it has stingers. It's highly venomous. It's fucking amazing. That little fucking devil creature of love. But it's platypus. Like, oh no, run, the platypi are coming. Like, are no you really? Did you just go over the skit about God and coming up with his names? They had to let him have a couple wins. I mean, there, there were a couple wins, but just some things I'm like... I mean, the sunfish is my favorite animal that shouldn't has no right to be alive. Everything about it, biologically, is against it to be alive. Yet it still lives, and it's big. It's a big sea creature. It's just this big, dumb I thing. I mean... It's pretty much like a sentient solar panel. That you could eat, I guess. It, yes. Yeah, it's perfect. That's sentient solar panel. That's kind of what a sunfish is. This big giant thing, it doesn't produce enough energy to keep itself alive, so it has to, like, pancake on the surface of the ocean to stay alive. But they, Timmy created it okay? God. I know what I'm saying, like, that, that was something that when Timmy was upset, and he was like, fuck it, I have some spare animal parts, let's make fish. this shit. <laughs> Baloney fish. <laughs> I think sea creatures are some of the most fun, like, weird fucking things. Like, oh, look at that. Like a fucking spiky sea urchin, and then let's make it a delicacy and we can eat it. It's a really weird consistency in your mouth. It's like no-no pudding. Why does anybody want to eat no-no pudding? <laughs> I, I mean, it's like... She's not making this any better for me. I mean, it's like, do you remember the Yoplait Whip yogurts that they had? That was disgusting. It's sort of like a denser version of that. Ew! And it tastes like... What is Ubi licking? Just the ocean himself. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Fucker! I can't with that. I can't reach you. I'm gonna beat you with this pen. That's mean. <laughs> Stab it! <laughs> She's really trying to... With the fucking pen. You tell him to stop. He's gonna get a little bald spot on his pawpaws. No, the pawpaws. The pawpaws. Oh, no, the pawpaws. He's getting to the part of the year when he has to have like a quarter of a Benadryl. Otherwise, he's just like. Why don't you just take him in to get him shots? I should, because he can't do Apoquil. Why? It doesn't do a damn thing for him. I would take him in to get a fucking um, Cytopoint. point. Is that just a shot? Yeah. Is it like a monthly thing? Yeah. 
I must probably just fucking do that for him. Hey. Yeah, side of point. Stop. I would mention that the apricot didn't work, and I'd be like, hey. I think the last vet, Mr. But Sexy Confident like, Man, was like. Listen to me. Yeah, I told him that. Listen to me. That the apricot doesn't work, they might up your cider point dose. Because sometimes when you up the cider point dose, the allergies take away effect yeah. is better. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <sighs> Ladies. Ladies, leave your man at home. Because the club is full of balls and the clock is full of grown. Yeah, I don't owe the rights to this song, but it made me think about it. So here we go. <laughs> dude I don't know I think we're gonna have to dive into more of the whole God, religious talk and versus aliens because I am more than hell bent on that more people think this way and that there is some oh, yeah. little historian that's like oh yes let me tell you about my precious and when you look at like the Mothman encounters like they're very like very you know, big feathered wing, tall, over nine feet tall, big red eyes. Like, it's very, like... Uber Gibbertsons. It's, you know, it's very, like, a... Yeah. Experience, you know? So... Kind of... It Keep works. The other gummy bears? The other gummy bears? Other gummy, 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 gummy bears? Gummy, 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 gummy bears. So I discovered if you put... Drug. These Squishmallow gummies with regular gummies, it keeps them super soft for all the time. Why do you have, like, so many jars of gummies? What's the difference of these gummies? They're just different brands. I like, this is a red gummy! Can you see it? I put it to the microphone. Can you see it? I think that's the Haribo ones. Mm. And then the other ones are Black Forest, I think. Mm. Nom, nom, Wherever nom. those are. I don't know where I put those ones. Oh, these ones. These ones are Black Forest. And we try those ones. And the the mushy ones are Haribo, Germany. But just, yeah, feel the difference of the gummy bears compared to those. That's authentic mid-century. Oh, my God. So feel the difference. I did a little SMS. Is that what you call it? AMSR? SMSR. ASMR? ASMR. See? That's why I keep it around. Mm. Right? They're so much softer. Mmm, those are better. These are kind of... Did you put those? Which mm-hmm. one? If you put the those the foamy ones in there, they keep oh them soft. Oh my god, is this an alligator? There's an alligator, and I think the other one's a jerf. Look at the... Do you see it? I'm putting it up to the microphone again. Can you see it? It's an alligator, and it's pink. Can you see it? Can you smell it? It's a hippo. I don't want a hippo! Want a hippo? Yeah. He's a hippopotamus. A hippopotamus. Oh, that's mm. how I know. Why? Why do we always go on rants and then we get food and we're like, "Ma, squirrel." I'm trying to find a jerf. Oh, a camel. Let the camel go. Le camel go. Camel's good. Camel toe sounds cute. Like moose knuckle sounds so like moose knuckle. I'm a choke dumber. <laughs> My marshmallow moose knuckle. Moose knuckle. I think it's like, like anytime it's said, it's always like check out the moose knuckle on that one. Like it's just like moose knuckle. Where it's like camel toe. Look at that cute little puss there. Look camel toe. Instead of like look at that big old moose knuckle. 
Okay, what are you watching? What did that child just eat? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm trying to eat my hippo. Ew. Right? The fuck? <laughs> Who has time so, to do this? White folk. I mean, they took this uh, egg. She froze an egg. She froze it. She proceeded to crack the egg open, egg still frozen, cut the egg in slices, put the egg in a pan, like pancakes. Can we Mm -hmm. talk about it? Like pancakes. Cook the egg, proceed to hand it to her child with some toast. Yes, and the child received it like a Muslim star chef. Yes, and she ate them like they were small mini pancakes. Yes. I mean, it looked really great, but I'm like, I, I... I've lived with toddlers. I'm not doing that. Um, also, I don't like the way eggs taste frozen. They have that weird, like, icy burn taste to them. I don't know. I've never eaten a frozen egg. Oh, you use a bell, too. Oh. I'll do it for you. Oh. I'm so excited for my frozen egg. I'm gonna do it like motherfucker there. Mm-hmm. Little, little eggy pancakes. You will eat it and you will like it. Okay. Eat little eggy pancakes. Ubi oh. will eat them. Ubi will eat anything eggs. I put in front of him. Ubi loves eggs. Ubi is part goat. It just gives them woofy goats. Woofy He's part goats. goats. What is woofy goat? <laughs> <laughs> New word, woofy goat. Google it. What happens to his butthole when he has eggs? Have you guys ever looked on the internet of rainbow kisses? Look at it. Look at it. Do no, because I it. know what goes in my head. Do when... it. Do it. Yeah, TikTok's bad. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Why are they boasting over here doing that? That's a beautiful burp, by the way. We need a little hand clapping sound. So here's mine for you. Do you want the the oh. the, the people in the back going, Oh, my God, you're my hero. Oh. I don't that? have a problem with this. What is it? A rainbow kiss is a kiss between a female during her menstruation and her partner, usually male. It happens when a person goes down on a woman during her monthly cycle. After the man ejaculates in the woman's mouth, the couple kisses, mixing the menstrual blood with the semen. Why is your phone wholesome and mine's like, you put your, his face in your pussy and you kiss him when he comes in your mouth. It's like, oh. There's just some things in the world that I just can go my whole life without knowing. I've never heard it called that. I've always heard it like, um... What, like, um, pearls? Like a strawberry slushy or... <laughs> what in the straight hell is that? Straight hell. It's kind of interesting that they made sure to say that it was like... A very straight thing of a man and a woman. That's like, why I, I don't know. Very, I don't know a lot of men. Like that your, would do your that. typical First like off, I don't straight know a man lot of that would be like straight men that would be like yeah I do that every time my girlfriend yeah. <laughs> or I think like if they do like they don't like want anyone to know about it because it's like don't... Oh, don't get me wrong. I don't care about people having sex on their period, but that whole picture was not cute for me. That's a lot. Well, it depends. I think like, it's just because I don't like men semen. Ill. I mean, some of it can be ill. 
Why do I have the sucky ones? Do you want the better ones? Yeah, I had to put them away because I was getting indigestion. Upstack stomach, indigestion, diarrhea. Mm, like Not quite all the Shh, things, but we're on the rights to that song. <laughs> She's not that strong. It's something else. And they're nothing. Yeah, those ones are the better ones. Ooh, I'm gonna not like it's just because they were softer. Like sometimes, ew. <laughs> you have to screw it. That's what she said. You can't just pop it on there. kiss it should be called like a like a <sighs> wait wait this is such oh, I was fucking... she said wait, wait. Well, this is like fucking such mainstream cis shit that cosmopolitan mm-hmm. didn't article about it wait oh the picture Hell. I hate show it when they picture. do this picture. picture. They're like, I swear, it's just, it has to, I mean, okay, there can be, the pussy can be very empowering as a floral kind of an image, but I feel like whenever it has anything to do with menstruation and they do a fucking flower, it just angers me because I feel like it's just some man that's like, just make it pretty. No, I want to like come up with a tampon company that's like, Gore writes a song about it and it's like, because you're pussy bleeding. Ah! Like, just be aggressive about <laughs> it. Because you'd be like, yeah, what? Because not every person that bleeds is like, oh, I go to my yoga class and I don't even feel anything when I wear no, my sports tampon. I know lovins that are just like, why? Right? It's just so... I like, but let me, let's, let's talk about this, this picture. First off, it looks like a two-year-old taped it all together with its, its fucking construction paper. Second off, they try to hit all the blocks because they even put a... An African American and or black woman oh. as the dynamic for it, with a half-ass rainbow in the back. It looks very, very Swiss. Swiss. <laughs> you guys are Swiss cheese. Cis white male to me. That is just my opinion. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with this canister, so be prepared for the. Drum circle for tonight. What are you reading? This Cosmopolitan is so. Cosmopolitan just... is the same thing that's like, let's match you with your boyfriend. This is the kind of man you need in your life. We've lost She's like, the noodles. She also encourages couples performing the rainbow kiss to try using flavored lubes to add a new dimension to their sensory play. Bitch! Uh, he just had her pussy menstrual in his mouth. He don't care about fucking flavored lubes. Once you go to you, that, yeah, like, you like, you're going to, like, whips and chains and handcuffs. Smack a little booty with that belt! We don't know the rights of that I don't know the rights of that either, but I feel like it's okay. But I that was perfect. It. I don't think they would uh, disapprove. But, like, I... That is not the same thing. Like, that is not the same thing. Like, oh, did you hear? Stephen went down on his Jesus wife Christ. when she was on her period. 
and you know he was doing the 69 and he came in in her mouth and they kissed and just mm. you know i hear i hear next saturday they're gonna try watermelon lube no that conversation goes like i hear she's gonna try pegging him next that's where that conversation goes cosmopolitan dude is it bad that i want to do flavored that? lube oh god there's variations what do you mean why because the flow is different questions that need to be answered what's the different variations tell us looking at but you're not telling us a quick look at the all-knowing urban dictionary reveals that rainbow kisses are usually described as a heteronormative sex act but presumably (laughs) a less heteronormative kiss would involve mixing menstrual blood with other bodily fluids because a rainbow kiss should be inclusive above all else right fucking cosmo what the fuck what is why why is this even in here cosmo why did we even waste the time to put this on the website or to even publish this like this was like you should be inclusive just write a blurp about it and then whoever the, the blurp fuck was, this a blurp. was ah, blurp. was just like oh yeah and just you know if you're not straight sis you're gonna mix other bodily fluids maybe it's the poo poo Maybe some, you know, blood you cut off. I, what the fuck? I'm so sorry. What? God. Rex is getting out on me right now, but we're... But it's okay. Hurry! Ah! You can't... You can't risk the process. And it wasn't lubed up, so... Oh my god, do you want to know your sex horoscope for the weekend? Yes! Non-existent. I don't care about the cookies. Just fuck off, right? Let me tell you about my cookie. My cookie. My, my cookie, cookie, cookie. Ah, milk. Get some it's milk. Get some it's milk. Get some milk. No, I don't want to. That, that song was by us. Only by us. Am I hurting your ears? I'm sorry. I'm interrupting my sound. Chiquita bananas. Moment Sexual here. astrology. Here we go. Can you still hear me? Or are you getting mad at me? Am I doing stuff that's bad? Ah. Uh, How is this better? Are you sure? Where's Leo? Oh, I thought you were talking okay. about me talking into the mic is loud. I I want to take I, pictures of her face. It's so funny. When Venus or Mars and I only is do in it Leo, because I owe her. oh, oh, fantasies often revolve around devotion and attention. These people are most turned on when their partner thinks they're they're gods or, or goddesses. <clears throat> Although they will take care of their partners in bed, their natural inclination is to get off themselves. Their pride is in their lovemaking compels them to try to be the best in bed. While some want a mate, they can show off. Many prefer not to have two stars in the same household. They can be quite possessive and jealous, although they often try to hide this fact. In fact, they may put their partners to the test. What is that word? <laughs> that word. Oh, they are attracted to seeing you in the most regal of scenarios. It is hard for these people to separate love and sex. Even their most erotic sexual fantasies are fused with love and affection. You may appreciate their direct sexual expression and their openness in bed. It's oh, a pretty good one. I feel like Aries is always fucking weird as shit. I, 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 I see. 
their heads are erogenous zones. They love it when you mess up their hair and grab their face when they are making love. So evidently, I am a golden retriever. If you scratch me behind my ears. I'm done. We're done. The show is over. I'm done with the whole comment. I can't. No, really. Look. I'm done. Loga is out. And he grabbed her little face and go, who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? You like that? You like that? I'm like, yes, daddy. I like that. I didn't like you when you pat my head and give me rubbish. So you're a fucking aggressive fucking lion ass and you're like, yes. I like to fuck, but I take care of myself and I'm unselfish. They get to me and they're like... She likes long walks, and she likes to chase the ball. She likes good scratches, and then we told she's a good girl. Oh, wait, there's some pot. Well, no. Sometimes I... aggressive, generally fast. Like, fast. Like, I'm too quick in bed, or... These lovers are so sincere you're like, and Two seconds, and you're like, Ugh. I'm a jackrabbit? In their sexual expression, but not always constant. Their desires are powerful. While other signs may be most aroused by the romance of the moment... People with this position are especially aroused by their partner's sexual, 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 sensual organs. Plain and simple. So I'm a golden retriever, and I like my my partner's dingalinga, or pingalinga, or pingalinga. What is a dingalinga and a pingalinga? A golden retriever. Really? I can't believe it was like. She's stuck on a golden retriever. She's broken. And on why, that note, why, I, we're going to want to be majestic. Why am I never majestic? It's either like, you're aggressive and a bitch. Or it's like, you like the scratches? You like the scratches? It's like, I love you all. We're ending on this horoscope note. Yeah. <laughs> you all have a great day. Look out. <laughs>